Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, good morning and welcome to Your Partner in Law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick, law firm of Gregorick & Associates, and we are so glad to be with you this morning, pre-Seahawks game, of course. So uh, the show today is being, um, well, we're going to talk just to you KTTH folks. You you got our 100% attention this morning. We got Dory and crew over there taking care of the Seahawks, a big game today down in uh, Carolina. So uh, we'll uh, talk about that maybe at the end of the show, but... uh, We're going to talk about some estate planning and some retirement planning and what you should ought to be thinking about in both the long term and the short term. And I have a very special guest to uh, help us wade through the quagmire of getting ready for retirement financially. I've got uh, Tom Cock from Vestry. Uh, Tom, you there? I am. You morning. are. Good morning. I know we always have challenges getting these phone lights working in the morning. It's like they must go to sleep at night as well and uh, kind of get them all Well, I'm a little disappointed, up. though, because I thought I was doing the uh, Seahawk pregame show. I've done some work on their rushing statistics and their defensive tendency, so I may have to switch tacks a little bit this morning. Well, you know, it's not that much different than planning for a retirement, is it? They're planning for the big game. <laughs> And they're trying to That's get to the point. big show. So the big show and for them is the Super Bowl. Of course, for all of us, the big show is that retirement day. And we go, whoo, I have enough money to live for the next 27.4 years. I, well, you know, it's a good point, by the way. I do believe in defense first when it comes to your money. I think people think of investing like I'm going to get rich, and I look at it the other way around. How much am I going to keep? How much do I need to make rather than, you know, trying to make as absolutely as much as I can? I think people have a misconception about that. Well, well, Tom, that's, you know, I really wanted to talk about that very subject. How about that? We're reading minds. I was reading an interesting article the other day, and I'm honest, I don't remember the source, so they'll get no credit. But they were talking about really the difference between, you know, speculative investing and investing for your retirement. In other words, you know, safe assets. And, of course, the premise of the article was don't mess around with your retirement assets. Um, deal with that. And of course, they were talking more along the lines of what you talk so much about of more passive investing, index style funds, things of that nature, rather than going into risky individual stocks. And the article was saying, gee, if you want to play and you want to gamble and you want to speculate a little bit, for heaven's sakes, don't do that with your retirement. Would you, con- would you agree with that statement? <laughs> oh, I would. Com- you know, I completely <laughs> agree with that. Would. First of all, I want to thank you for our 20 plus year association and what a pleasure it's been, and you've been so kind to be part of all of our retire meets, and it's just so I can't thank you enough for all that. But absolutely, you know, we do have clients, though, Rick, who sometimes say, I want to take some of my money, and I want to bet it on a particular stock. I want to bet it on a particular sector. I want to bet it on a particular item thing I read about, et cetera. And, you know, people want still want to do some of that. But with most of your money, yes, I think it should be, again, I think, I think the key is to decide, 
really to do the homework to find out what rate of return you need on your money to supply yourself and your spouse or your significant other for the balance of retirement and then build your portfolio appropriately because people don't know that generally. And if you do, by the way, oftentimes you find out that you don't need to make as much as you thought you need to make on it. You don't have to take as much risk and you feel better. So once you get that number, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with that statement more. I don't think speculation should be in there anywhere. And people don't understand. Another part is, by the way, when they do buy individual stocks, it's purely speculation because we never know what the next Amazon might be or the next Microsoft or any of those things. Nobody knows that. It's a total wild card. And by the way, there's another great piece today in Bloomberg talking about how if you just held the S&P 500 during the, now they're going to have to call it the teens, you made 250% on your money. Had you hired some of the smarter people to do this, you made significantly less in actively managed funds or hedge funds, which made an aggregate less than half of the S&P 500. It shows you how tough this business is and how a really quality investor simply knows what rate, as I say, how much they're trying to make, how much risk they're willing to take to do that, keep your costs low, widely diversify, and you tune out all the headlines. That really is the best advice I think I can give your listeners. You know, Tom, I was talking to um, you know, a client the other day, and they were lamenting a little bit about, gee, they'd only been making, you know, 10, 11% on their retirement accounts, on their rate of return. And I said, well, is that, he was complaining. And I said, well, is that, you know, why are you, why is that bad? He says, well, geez, you know, I see, you know, other people making, you know, 20, 25%. That, that type of mentality seems to be pervasive. I remember even back many, many years ago when my folks were still alive and neither one of them knew a hill of beans about investing, I'll have to say. But, you know, my mother came one time and said, gee, all these people are, you know, getting rich doing this. And I kind of said, well, actually, many of them are just getting poor. Or they're going more into debt or they're doing the speculative investing and everything. But, do you, you know, when, when you guys counsel clients um, that are coming into Vestry for financial advice and retirement planning, is it a challenge to kind of help people come to grips with, well, you don't need to take the risk, if you will, for these higher rates of returns because you're really looking for sustainability over a long time. How do you, so many clients have this, you know, I don't know if it's a get-rich-quick scheme, but they just think they have to be making these double-digit um, rates of returns that are not really sustainable. Well, it, it, by the way, it's deeper than that because it's also the fact that many people grew up, the, the first thing they knew to learn about investing was you know, making a bet on several companies, right? You had these stock-picking club, you did it in high school, et cetera. So they think that's what investing is, that that you got to pick the right ones and that's what's going to make you rich, which is completely wrong. I mean, if you just sort of bought the economies of the globe, the stocks in all the 13,000 companies you've made annually, by the way, going back to 1970, over 12% a year. Not every year, of course, but in aggregate, that's what it's been. So it's been tremendous. Um, this idea that you have to pick investments, you have to study companies and sort of figure out what's going to be better than the others, it, it is prevalent because I think it starts, again, because that's the first association people have with money and investing. But it is wrong-minded. The people that have studied this, the academics, the people that have written white papers and been peer-reviewed and won Nobel Prizes are going to tell you that is an exercise in complete futility. By the way, you may get lucky. 
you may buy Amazon in 1998 and have it be the best performing stock in the world for the next 20 years. Well, you know, you Tom, may get unlucky. We we have a lot you of might that. buy Washington Mutual. Right, we have a lot of that mentality here in Washington. Of course, you know, if we go of back course. to the gl- glory yeah. days of Microsoft. I remember when I first started practicing law back in the uh, latter 90s, and, you know, of course, Microsoft was on fire. You could barely catch the stock growth rate as fast as it was growing. And yet many people acquired a significant amount of wealth and maintained that wealth in that single stock portfolio. That didn't work out so well for most of them. No, and by the way, we still see that. We just did a story this last weekend on, on our program, Talking Real Money, looking at 401k plans. Did you know, for example, in the PACCAR 401k plan, half of the assets are in PACCAR stock? Ooh. Uh, in GE, it's 40%. I mean, this is very irresponsible. GE, by the way, which people may not remember, lost 60% of the stock value in 2016. PACCAR went down by 70% in the 2008-2009 debacle. There is no reason to, to lump your retirement into the company of which you're relying on your employment is a horrible strategy. I never recommend it. And by the way, we all have a bias because if I work for Gregorick and Associates, I know that Rick Gregorick is the smartest attorney I've ever met. He's a good-looking fellow. I love working with him. And the guy in the next cubicle is brilliant, too. So we have this horrible bias that, that, that prevails. <laughs> And so you should not own your company stock in your 401k. That is a, just a four. And by the way, if the, the match comes in, if the, the company match comes in stock, you should sell it whenever you can. So, no, people really, I mean, individual stocks is just, it's a really a loser's game. As I say, if you want to call me and tell me a great success story, I'm going to ask you for the five that didn't work out because people have a tendency to remember the ones that made them money and forget the ones that, uh, that, that did not work. Well, someone every always, individual has those. Someone always wins the lottery. So, you know, those are just yeah. aberrations and, and it's not normal. But I, you know, when, you know, clients that I get at the office, uh, sometimes they've come in and uh, a lot of these folks that are, I'm getting are in their latter 70s, maybe, you know, into their early 80s. And, you know, it's been really surprising to me, Tom. There, I still, I'm still seeing a lot of what I call the Pacific Northwest stock portfolio. You know, all of our homegrown companies. I mean, we've had some phenomenal successes a region here. You know, of course, we have Microsoft and Starbucks and Costco and Nordstrom's and Warehouser. You know, a lot of big names in the stock market. Many people have done well off that. But what advice do you give to these folks here that are living up here in the Pacific Northwest looking at these companies and where they concentrate their portfolios Let's say in this geographic sector, it's not very well, you know, they're all over the map as far as what, you know, what market segments these companies are in. But that's right back to our risk problem, isn't it? Well, it, it's two things. First of all, the past is, mean, is meaningless. It's been great, by the way. And as you know, I, I used to be lucky enough to host a television show called Serious Money where I got to interview the people that ran those companies and what a joy it was because they were. The Howard Schultz's of the world, the Jim Senegal's from Costco, the truly great business people that built these phenomenal companies. But the performance of those stocks is past. That's already happened. We have no idea what the future holds. That's number one. Number two, if I was betting against a region, it would be this region for that reason, because we've had such tremendous success with these companies that the stock prices have gone up so quickly. Um, and, and by the way, as you know, two of the, the biggest ones in the last few years, of course, are Microsoft and Amazon, part of the FANG stocks, if you will. 
So, no, I think regional investing is a bad idea because it's simply saying we believe for some reason that our area is special. It is not. Uh, we've had great luck, and, and uh, I mean, we have to be honest with ourselves and say a lot of it is luck. I mean, Washington and Seattle is a great place to live, obviously, so that's helped. Uh, but the whole idea of why these companies have been more successful than other parts of the country is random. And and I would not expect that that portfolio would do any better than any other portfolio in the next 15 or 20 years. It really is. Now, now Tom, you, you, you snuck in a little teaser a little earlier before, and you uh, talked a little bit about, um, I think you mentioned uh, your retire meet classes that are coming up. And uh, we've got a You've put together a really, um, a really um, pretty cool um, series of classes that are really fast approaching. I mean, we're already starting to work on our materials, but we've you've got uh, you've scheduled the um, sixth straight year of retire meet, and it's um, you know another you know a day of learning, I guess, is what we've always kind of called it, or what you brought it about. But this year, you're going to do something a little special because of the you know the demand and how many people want to come and see this. How have you restructured well, this? Well, the demand, yeah, so, th- and by the way, again, thanks, Rick, for being part of this. I mean, it is our sixth year, and we've sold it out every year, and this will be sold out again. February 22nd, 2020 is the date. It's in Bellevue at the Westin. But what we did this year, the only criticism we ever had were people that said, I don't want to have to get there at 7.30 in the morning, or I don't want to be there at 2.30 in the afternoon. So what we decided to do is split up the day. We now have a morning session. It lasts four hours, and we have an afternoon session that lasts four hours. Exact same speakers in each one of them. For those of you who are morning people, like myself, it works. For those of you who are afternoon people, like my wife, who would prefer not to get up in the morning and go anywhere, it works out. So, and and you're in there. We've got uh, Don McDonald, of course, myself, the wonderful Paul Merriman, a guy named Apollo Lepescu, who's a Ph.D. in investing. It's a, it's a phenomenal speaker. Uh, we've got someone speaking on Medicare. I mean, so we have, uh, we've got Barb Devereaux speaking on long-term care. So we have all of these topics. The idea is to give you a primer, if you will, on all the various things you need to think about retirement. And I, th- I mean, it, the reviews have always been great. I think it's going to be the best year ever because it is this aspect of, of, uh, morning or afternoon for people. And I, 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 as we've already been selling a lot of tickets. So, by the way, you can go to Retire Beach with uh, two E's uh, and, and buy a ticket. I think they're very reasonable today. I don't know how much it is, but it's very inexpensive before the first of the year. Well, you know, Tom, these events, the you know, and, and this is our philosophy that you and I have really, you know, adhered to, you know, like you said, almost last 20 years now of this integrated planning approach where you bring in there's so many different angles and aspects of it and so i want to pick that up with you right after break of all these various components that need to be integrated into a proper retirement and estate planning system hey folks hang on we're going to be back in just a few more minutes and we'll be talking with tom a little bit more about uh, your retirement hang in there folks my dad would always say the three worst words in the english language were shoulda coulda and woulda. 
So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregrick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Every year, Steve Faircal climbs the stairs at the John Hancock Center in Chicago, 94 floors to the top. It's called the hustle up the Hancock. It's hard to believe when you watch Steve today that a few years ago, his lungs were failing and he was fighting to survive. For eight hours a day, someone was pounding on my chest to try and keep my lungs clear. I honestly don't think I had more than a couple weeks to live. That's when Steve received the gift of life, a double lung transplant made possible by an organ donor. After I got my new lungs, I started doing things that I had never been able to do. I never knew that breathing could feel this good. Steve climbs to honor his donor and to raise awareness for organ, eye, and tissue donation. Wouldn't you like that when you left this beautiful planet that you could save a few lives on your way out? It's an incredible gift. Imagine what you could make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregrick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. On Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. All righty. Your partner in law has returned. Hey, I'm Rick Gregorick, the law firm of Gregorick & Associates. You can find us on the web either through yourpartnerinlaw.com, that's yourpartnerinlaw.com, or rjglegal.com. And uh, don't forget those free initial consultations, folks. Um, we never run out of them. At least we haven't yet. So uh, call and get yours today and uh, have a brighter future. Hey, folks, we're really uh, privileged this morning. I've got um, financial um, guru and uh, principal founder of Vestry Financial, uh, Tom Cock, and he's a talk of, uh, excuse me, host of Talking Real Money and 
all kinds of other fun stuff. And we've been talking just a little bit about an upcoming event. It's, it's a little ways away, but it's part of the planning that we have to do. And uh, so we've got Retire Meet coming up in uh, 2020 that Tom uh, and uh, Don McDonald put on every year now for the past six years. So, Tom, it's, uh, you know, it's really exciting to have this. And right before break, we started talking a little bit about you know, retire meet. But what really what retire meet does is it brings in a lot of different people that are all kind of involved in our estate planning and our financial planning. You know, we've got to consider our health care issues. You know, I hate to say it, you know, but as we age, we really need to, you know, think about people trying to cheat us out of our money and scam us out of our money. So, you know, again, we're going to be talking about, you know, protecting yourself uh, from fraud and all that. And, of course, we've got, uh, or you've got, not we, but uh, we've got uh, Herb Weissbaum's going to be out there. So, Tom, you know, when, when you guys are talking to your clients on their financial planning, how important is it that they consider all of these ancillary events around their money, if you will, being their health care and, you know, long-term care and illnesses and Alzheimer's and just, boy, this plethora of things that go on, all the scams against people. How do you help people, you know, at ease a little bit in planning their financial component of their plan? Well, it, it's absolutely critical. I mean, people have a tendency to think if they can, if they solve the money issue of retirement, that is creating retirement income, which, by the way, as you may know, we uh, at TalkingRealMoney.com, we put up, we're putting up videos of all these critical classes. So I just did one on retirement income that is now up there because it's, and it's been the most popular because everybody seems to want to know how do I create income in retirement. One of the so great mysteries of the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we just met with somebody yesterday who is going to be a client of yours, is going to be a client of ours, and they need integrated planning because they have <laughs> they have a lot of moving parts. They've got real estate, they've got investments, they've got children, there's all these things that they, they, they really haven't paid much attention to. They've been sort of building up. Uh, they're getting closer to retirement, and they don't have the, 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 the parts in place to protect themselves from something bad happening, whether it be uh, around their money, whether it be around their health, uh, all of those things. So we, we as you know, because we've worked together on this for a very long time, we completely believe in integrated method. Uh, we're very pleased to work with you for all these years about this and other professionals because you and I are not the only people to do this right out there. Uh, but we do work with, and we work with other people on Medicare. We work with other people on long-term care. We work with other people on taxes. I mean, that's another understated part of investing that people sometimes forget about. Yeah, a big component of taxes. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and, and people just have this tendency to forget that, you know, uh, how to how to invest properly, not to pay the government too much, and they they don't pay attention to that. Um, so yeah, we're, we're we're as you already know, we're completely on board. Then that's one of the nice things retirement does. Retire me, pardon, pardon me, does it gives you a look at all of those various disciplines, if you will, and helps you understand all the things in retirement you have to pay attention to. By the way, just as, on a personal note, one of the things I'm committed to is by the end of the year going back through all of my documents and. I'll just say it. You wrote, you wrote my trust. You put everything together. But once a year, I go in and look at all of that, and I'm going to be looking at it again because generally there's a little more time over the holidays because many people don't want to get together. They find other things to do. So I will be going back and sort of reviewing all that. I think at least once a year is a good idea and making sure everything still matches up with where my life is because, as you know, people's lives change. 
they sometimes, as you know, Rick, write a will 20 years ago and think, well, I did that, check the box. Uh, yeah. Well, except you got remarried, you got all these things that you need to pay attention to. So, yes, we're totally on board with that. We're very proud to have worked with, with you for all these years on, on many, many clients in common. And, and it's, it's a good idea anyway because, frankly, your uh, estate planner should know how your money is invested and your financial guy should be aware of what you have in mind with your money both when you're living and after you pass away. Well, you know, Tom, that's a really key point. And, you know, we get a lot, you know, we work obviously with lots of other financial companies as you work with other attorneys and things like that. We love working together. But, you know, like you said, there's more than one way to do all this. But one of the things that I always find challenging for a lot of folks is really understanding the differences in their types of assets that they own and i'm going big category here I, you know whether it's a qualified retirement plan like a 401k or an ira versus just an investment account and okay so those are two classes right there and then of course we have the taxable and non-taxable and the roth thing going on inside of there and then you know folks own real estate and then they have businesses and Looking at all of this different types of financial engines, if you will, that create things, all of those need to be properly integrated with each other. And I think that's one of you know the things that, you know, working together with the, all of the different professionals that when we're working with the financial advisor and then we're being able to, well, if they're into the real estate thing, they've usually got real estate brokers and other folks that are lending a hand, contractors, things of that nature, and their small business, working with folks, CPAs. It really is a collective of folks that everyone in, in, you know, relies upon, but somehow they don't always get all those people talking together. So like you said, it's, you know, it's a good idea for the financial guy to know what the estate plan is. Because if he doesn't know what the estate plan is, he might be investing with the wrong objectives in mind. Is that kind of what we're looking at here? Absolutely. Absolutely critical. And, and, and again, you struck on something there that I think is spot on. This is something at the core of what we do. It should be at the core of everybody around their money. What is the purpose of whatever basket of money you have? You mentioned sort of retirement plans, taxable accounts, real estate. I try to get people to think about the purpose. Now, in my life, the purpose is to make sure that my wife and I are going to have a quality retirement and live out our lives the way we like to live our lives. We're not, we're not lavish, but we do like to do a little bit of travel, and uh, we want to make sure we're going to have that money. Hey, Tom, After hang on that, one second. We're going to come right yep, back on that. Thing. Everybody, hang on to that money. We got a cliffhanger. We're going to see what Tom's going to do with that money. We'll be right back after this quick break, folks. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. 
One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high costs of an extended health care situation. Many people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Do not make that mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you will not become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn about all the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay you back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott, who's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. Brian has a long-term care planning class coming up January 18th. Seating will be limited for this first class of the year. So sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. It's a free class. You'll get a copy of Brian's book, too. 525longtermcare.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, welcome back to Your Partner in Law. Hey, we'd love to see you uh, in the office. We do offer free consultations for estate and elder law planning, and uh, we'll throw in some business and uh, real estate planning there with you as well. So uh, give us a call uh, during the week at uh, area code 425-284-3450. That's the office to the number for uh, the number to the office. My goodness, live radio and you're tongue twisting here. Anyhow, the office number 425-284-3450 or rjglegal.com. Hey, I want to go back here now with uh, Tom Cock from Vestry, um, frequent uh, guest on our show, always an honored guest and uh, what he brings to the party. We've been talking a lot about different types of retirement and things you ought to be thinking about and doing and strategies and various things like that. Tom, you were talking about something with you and your wife before we took break. Well, again, I think the the thing is what I was trying to talk about was the purpose of money, right? In other words, in my again, my life is the purpose, and I'm planning to work till seventy. I love my work, as you know, and um, and I see no reason to quit uh, if health got in the way or something else, or if the younger people in the firm said, "Hey, you're really you're really slowing us down here, old man. Get out of the way." <laughs> that can happen. Oh, they're but, already um, saying that. Tom. <laughs> And they all they all look like they're twelve to me. I mean, these kids are CFPs or twenty eight years old. But anyway, um, so if if but other than I mean, so the purpose of my mind, I, I, I and by the way, it's invested. That's what I'm trying to get to. It's invested that way. For example, my four hundred one k has some bonds in it, even though I'm going to work another eight years. Uh, it's eighty percent in stocks, twenty percent in bonds. My Roth is a hundred percent in stocks. I hope I never have to spend the Roth, and I leave that for the next generation. That would be then would be would have the fastest growth, right? Because stocks have made more than bonds over time, and they would get that tax free because it comes out without any taxation. That's what I was trying to get to, sort of purpose. I see people that sort of build up all this money and they don't they don't have they don't know what it's for. They don't know what they're trying to do. I always try to say, by the way, you're never going to be richer than um, Bill Gates and uh, and uh, that guy who runs Amazon, Jeff Bezos, right? So give that up. Check that box. You're never going to be the richest person in the world. Now, now you should have a purpose for the money that you're making and saving and investing. Yeah, I think um, it could be next generation, but I mean, if it's not, then it, I mean, and again, this gets back to sort of how it's invested. I think you should invest it for making the return that you need within the risk you're willing to take, not trying to be the richest person in the world because you're not. It ain't going to work. 
Yeah, that's a pretty tall order. Richest person in the world. I mean, I'd settle for coming in, you know, 10th. You know, or you know, <laughs> I mean, a lot I'm of billionaires greedy. out there, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's some thin, that's some very thin air up there. You know, when I it is, it is. It, you know, when I'm looking at um, you know savings and looking at retirement, obviously one of the biggest problems is you know waiting too late until you're really thinking about retirement as you age. When we're but when we're younger, so I you know I kind of look at you know there are early planning things that people should be starting really when they're 18 but let's get reasonable and say a lot of people get started on this in their mid to latter 30s and you know so you've got that long range planning and then you you know as you age you adapt your plan a little bit and you kind of just alluded to that on your portfolio mix between equities and fixed income but you know this i think i think that what we see is a crucial period which is those five to ten years before retirement where I think many people are starting to become aware that, oh, my God, I better do something. Is that your experience with clients that there are a lot of them are coming in that they're maybe eight to ten years or five years away from retirement? And that's our sweet, that's our sweet spot, but I will, I will go back to what you just said. Remember, it's half of us that save nothing. Um, and so with our the children of our clients, and most of our clients are in their 50s or 60s, the children of our clients, we work hard. I mean, you mentioned 18. I work very hard to make sure when a young person starts full-time employment that they that part of the money they're making is simply set aside, it's out of, out of mind, it's gone. Uh, I generally try to get that between 10 and 15% of their income. And that sets the that sets the pattern for the rest of their life, realizing that all the money you make, you cannot spend. Some of that needs to be set aside. Um, so, but you're correct. Most of the work that we do is for people that are closer to retirement, because people have a tendency to wake up somewhere in their fifties and say, "Gosh, I don't know that I want to do this forever." And some people, by the way, do uh, that enjoy their work. But we have people that work for a local large manufacturer sometimes who've been there for 25 years and say, "You know, 25 years was enough." I have this pension, I have this uh, 401k plan, how do I figure out how to create the income from that, when do I take Social Security, you know, those kind of, those kind of questions. And so, yeah, that's, that's the biggest part. And by the way, those are the people that, uh, that get the most from retirement because this is, on, this is on the agenda. It's coming up quick. I've got to figure out what to do here before too long. Indeed. Tom, you mentioned Social Security. And, uh, Boy, that's a quagmire, you know, for folks to um, wrestle through. And, of course, if you were uh, born after 1955, your retirement age is 66 in a couple months, and pretty soon it'll be 67 for everyone. If you're pre-1955, you're probably at the 66, or real old folks at the 65, but you're already well-retired now. But the fact is that Social Security is going to be continually undergoing different legislations because of the financial constraints on the entire system. But do you find that people are well utilizing their Social Security benefits, or do you see some common errors and mistakes that are made? No, people are not. People are making horrible mistakes. Remember, it's 40% of Americans who take it at 62. It's a tragedy. I mean, what you give up, if you live... I mean, okay, let's go back. If you live... If you expect to live into your late 70s, there's absolutely no reason to take Social Security before you're age 70, unless you absolutely need the money. 
right? In other words, and you don't have employment or something. But otherwise, remember, you get an 8% a year raise plus inflation by waiting. And there's no investment I know that can guarantee you 8% a year plus inflation if there is. It, Give it, me a call. I'd love it, to know what it is. It's pretty. It's pretty challenging, and you know. And so, you know, folks, if you're just tuning in for the first time, and this is news, that's great. Many of you have heard this before, but it's worth repeating that you reach. You know, you can become eligible for taking your Social Security at age 62. However, you're only going to get 75 percent of what would be your. Yeah full retirement benefit and full retirement comes at either 66 or 67 you know predominantly in uh, today's bracket and that's called your full retirement age and then if you wait until age 70 every year that you wait after your full retirement age you get an eight percent increase in your social security pay and that eight percent is for the rest of your life of course and and by the way and not just your life if you're married and you're the significant breadwinner in my household, my wife, I expect, will inherit my benefit, uh, which will be larger than hers after I'm gone. So there's impacts beyond just your life. By the way, remember, it's about 3% of Americans today that wait until age 70. I think it's a tragedy. Uh, and remember, it's somewhere around 66 or 67% of Americans where most of their income is from Social Security. So it's a huge part of your retirement income, but people sort of just say, well, I'm tired of working. I'm going to go at 63. It's a big, big mistake, Rick. I, I really wish there was more education about this. Um, people are very confused by it. They got rid of some of the more confusing file and suspend and, you know, restricted application. Some of those things went away a few years ago, which I think helped because I think people got more confused about Social Security. But the basic rule of thumb is pretty simple. If your health is good, and you are, you know, have a reasonable life expectancy in your family, you really should wait until at least full retirement age, which, as you mentioned, I think for me it's 66 and 7 months or something, um, at least that, and probably until age 70. By the way, if you hire us, we have very complex, we put all the numbers in very fancy computers that tell you, financially when it makes sense. People have a tendency... Hey, Tom, we got to take a quick break here, and I want to follow up with this, because this is so critical, because I, as you, see so many people, if not the majority, making a mistake here, and they're making those mistakes for all the wrong reasons. Hang on, folks. We're going to be right back after this short break. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated, you've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? 
Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation. 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Hey, we're back. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick from the law firm of Gregorick & Associates. Find us on the web, rjglegal.com. Get those free consultations, or you can shoot us a question on the website to say, hey, ask the attorney, and we'll uh, promise to get back with you. I respond to probably 90% of them myself personally, so uh, always love chatting with you. Folks, we've got uh, Tom Cock from Vestry Financial on with us today, talking uh, a lot of things about financial planning, estate planning, and all the ancillary things around there. And we start a little topic on Social Security, because this is something that Tom and I have been talking about <laughs> probably for 20 years now, <laughs> on the mistakes that so many of you make in dealing with Social Security. And I think so many of you make this mistake out of fear that, oh, if I don't take it now, I won't get it. You know, burden of hand is worth more. Well, that's not true here. So, you know, what we're talking about is taking your Social Security too early rather than waiting at least to full retirement age. And then, you know, if you can, you know, wait until that age 70. The benefits uh, that keep accruing are just... uh, quite amazing. But Tom, you do find in actual practice, uh, the folks coming in to see you and coming out to all the events and of course on your you know radio programs, all the folks you talk to, you see this as a kind of an epidemic problem. Well, I, I do. I, I see it more uh, sort of globally than I do with, uh, with the folks who are with us because the folks who work with us, we're very careful about all this. And by the way, I want to add something you just touched on, which I think you're right on, spot on. I am ashamed of the information that is dispensed about Social Security, especially from our politicians. This always becomes a political issue. People always raise this like, well, it's going to run out and i got to do something, blah, 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 which is a bunch of, you know, hogwash. 
the, the lines between the amount that comes in and the amount that goes out cross, I think it's in 14 years. This Social Security is not going to go away. I, do I think it'll be different in 20 years? Yeah, I think people will have to wait long. Remember, it was set up in the 1930s, yeah. and people didn't live as long as they do today. So well, do I think they'll make people wait longer? Yeah, I, I think, and I don't think that's unreasonable. But this idea that you need to run out and get it because the government's going to shut down the program, if they shut down that program, it would be pitchforks and torches in the Capitol. It, this is, it's so, people are so reliant on it in a way that was never designed to be reliant. But that is not a reason to go get your benefits. So I want to dispel that sort of myth I hear very regularly. Oh, I got to go get it because it, that, that's a, that's a, uh, very I, I hear it all the time. Well, you know, I don't trust that the government's uh, going to be there for me. And, and I'm hearing this yeah. even from younger people of, you know, it's, it, it's going to be there, and, I, and Tom, you hit on the key things. I mean, they're going to restructure it. We've, we've, Social Security has been constantly restructured from the beginning. Like I said, it arose out of the 1933-1934 era, and life expectancy back then was sub-70 years old, and the retirement age was 65. Well, now our... You yeah, know, and the, by the way, the, to make it, make it last longer, the changes don't, don't need to be dramatic. I mean, you could push back the retirement age a bit. By the way, you could also raise the, uh, the amount that... Uh, that you ha- everybody has to pay into the system a bit, and the changes are very dramatic to, to what, where it ends up. I, I just think that's a silly, silly it's going to be here. You know, it, it's pretty. Yeah. You know, we can obviously easily forecast that the retirement age is going to continually creep out, get a little older because we're all getting older. We, you know, we're going to see more and more people working. You know, to seventy, and I think in some cases beyond um, to do yep. that. You know, Tom, I have one of my clients. I am just in awe of. 93 years old. He still works wow. full-time. I won't say at what company, but he's a software wow. engineer, and he works full-time in age 93. He retired at age 65, took his pension, <laughs> and they came and said, you know, you're a valuable guy. And they asked him to come back and, wow. work, and, they asked him to come back and work for a while. <laughs> By the way, this is another topic. I mean, you mentioned sort of integrated planning, something that we added a few years ago about retirement coaching. Many of us have a very difficult time transitioning from work to less work or to whatever you want to call retirement. So we actually have uh, Barb Devereaux, who's our managing advisor, actually has a program we put people through now to help them understand who they are, to help them understand what retirement might look like, and to help them plan for sort of the emotional, the purpose part of retirement. Because retirement is not going to be should not you should not expect it's a series of days on the golf course or the number of weeks in Hawaii. There'll be some of that, but I find people burn out on that very quickly. They need a purpose. They need things to do. So as part of this planning you mentioned, Rick, in addition to the estate and the health and all the rest of it, retirement coaching is also a thing that's become very important here in the last few years. Well, you know, Tom, it really is, and I, you know, I talked to a lot of my clients about that. That you know, they really need to start thinking and preparing and. You know, everything from housing to health care to, you know, your people are switching over to their Medicare insurance. There's, there's a lot of change going on as we move into retirement era. And then, you know, if you do, act, you know, retire and you quit your job, it, you know, I think some people have the idea of retirement as being on a permanent vacation where you're, you know, doing that all the time. Well, if you're fabulously wealthy, great. You can maybe do that. But, you know, for most of us, let's get real. You know, we're going to still have our lives. We're still going to plan, you know, our vacations and our trips. 
But there's the day-to-day stuff of what are you going to do with your stuff and keep yourself healthy. And that brings in, you know, this component of mental health and preparation. And, you know, and I, I really think it's great when people do seek out these types of folks because we certainly have seen at least anecdotally throughout the years that those who stay active, keep their minds working, whether it's through active work or charitable work, things like that where there's a plan they've got a mission in other words they've got purpose but they just seem to do better health-wise uh, you know mentally and, and 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 of course making your money last and that's what this is really all yeah about. no that's another part of it yes. by the way because we do get people in our office who want to retire at 55 now we run the software for you to live out to 94 that's a long time to live without regular income cool. um and obviously if you can the longer you can wait to you know touch your money the longer it's likely to last, and the, the amount you can withdraw is usually greater too. So, um, so yeah, no, I mean, but but back to what you're saying, you, we completely agree. The people that have a purpose, the people that are involved, they're active, they do better in basically all facets of their life um, in retirement than those who are not. You bet. So there's. Um... There's just so many things that we need to consider when we're doing this. And, again, that comes back to uh, upcoming uh, retire meet that uh, Vestry and Tom and Don have put together now for six straight years. going to be new venue this year, though, Tom, right? That's kind of exciting. So, yeah, we're at the Westin. Yeah, it, we've done it at the Maidenbauer, I think, pretty much exclusively. And I know you, we've done some, some of your roundtables at Maidenbauer. It's still, that's still a very fine facility. we just got a slightly different deal at Westin, so we're trying that. So. Yeah, so it, you know, again, folks, uh, and and you can, you can order tickets now. It's not till February twenty second, but like we said, it it does sell out every year. Oh yeah, and uh, it is a great thing. You've got you know, Don's going to be talking out there. Don McDonald, he's always entertaining and informative. You know, my favorite guy that you bring out every year because he's so damn smart is you know Apollo. Uh, I I always uh, stumble on his last name, but uh, Lupescu. 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 So, Lupescu. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, yep. Folks. Folks, if yeah. you want to know about how money works and how investments work, uh, there's nobody that's going to explain it to you better than this because, you know, I'll just say in all affection, the guy's an egghead. I mean, this Ph.D. level fella, you know, it's Dr. Apollo, if I'm not um, mistaken. It and, is. Yes, he is a Ph.D. And, yeah, and he's a correct. brilliant fellow, but he explains yep. this in ways that, Anyone can understand. He brings it down to the basic fundamentals, and he dispels so much of what we have all learned, including what I was taught in my financial classes at the master's level, that, you know, these things, some of them just aren't true. (laughs) They were con jobs to some extent by the financial industry, and he just breaks it down, and he is... One of my favorite fellows, he's a great speaker, he's funny, he's entertaining, but man, the knowledge that he puts forth. So I, you know, just, he's just amazing. We're lucky to have him, to be honest with you. He's well in demand, and uh, we hold our breath every year about whether or not we'll be able to get him. Yeah, so, well, he's uh, worth yeah. the price of admission several times over. In fact, I imagine people would pay a great deal of money to come and hear him speak. Yeah, he's he's one of those people that, uh, that, that uh, not just, as you said, the egghead, but he's able to explain it very well. By the way, because we're almost at the Seahawks game, I will explain something Apollo will talk about All right. that most people do not have in their portfolio, and that is value stocks. 
most people own the large growth, what are considered growth, more solid companies because that's they know those firms, they're comfortable with them, et cetera. The value stocks, the ones that Warren Buffett have purchased, for example, have made over time far more than growth stocks. And in the football game today, you have a great example of that, a guy named Russell Wilson. Now, when Russell Wilson was drafted, people did not think he was a good draft choice because he was a shorter guy. He had a relatively short college career. He was thinking about baseball. He was sort of undervalued, if you will. He was not thought to be the next great NFL quarterback. And yet, in the 10 years he's been here, look at the phenomenal success. Frankly, they should have won two Super Bowls. He's, they, they're basically in the playoffs sort of every year. And a lot of that rotates around Russell Wilson, who's turned out to be a real gem. And under, under, underappreciated, I think, in the National Football League, but definitely a value stock, if you will, for the Seattle Seahawks. Tom, I love it. That is always great to weave in a sports metaphor on a, on a Seahawks day, but you're absolutely right. And it, it is about this, but I think, you know, the, the key is that folks, you know, come out and get the education, you know, come, you know, come visit Tom, come visit us. We have open doors. We'd love to chat with you. Uh, Tom, what's the best way for them to get in, in touch with you at the office? You know, I always love it when you give out my cell number. I'm not going to do that here on the air. But I was lucky to call from Rick's client saying, Rick told me to give me a call. Oh, okay, that's great. Uh, so I'm going to give you, if it's okay, I'm going to give you our regular number, which is 800-386-3004. You can always go get all the goodies on the education stuff by going to TalkingRealMoney.com. If you want to come to Retire Meet, it's simply RetireMeet with two E's dot com. Um, so, and, and I'll give you out my email. It's very simple. It's just Tom, T-O-M, at Vestry, V as in Victory, E as in Edward, S-T-O-R-Y dot com. Love to talk to anybody and help anybody we can. I mean, that's one, another thing that you've done a great job with your firm that we've, we've tried to do as well, and that is we help everybody. You come in the door. Hey, Tom, we're going uh, to make sure that we give you everything you can. We're going to cut out now. So uh, end of the show came a little early today with all this reprogramming and everything. So thank you so much. <laughs> My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of your partner-in-law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. 
For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregor & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high costs of an extended health care situation. Many people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Do not make that mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you will not become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn about all the new long-term care plans offered by five 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay you back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott, who's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. Brian has a long-term care planning class coming up January 18th. Seating will be limited for this first class of the year. So sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. It's a free class. You'll get a copy of Brian's book, too. 525longtermcare.com. Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. Event Info newsletters and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner in Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner in Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.